You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Hello and welcome to In The Corner, obviously. I am, of course, Benny Mac. We are actually releasing this episode on a Monday, um, purely because I didn't have a chance to actually do anything last week in terms of podcasting, um, but how can I not talk about what went down last week uh, with every, with everybody kicking off that Cody wasn't going to be at WrestleMania, he won the damn Rumble, then he's letting The Rock do it, and then he's doing this, and oh my god, it's been an absolute, I know you've probably heard loads of people talk about this, uh, but to talk about this with me all the way, my tag partner from across the pond, Mr. Tyler, how are you, sir? Benny, it's always a fun time to join you. And I, I just got to say, we want to rock. I, I just wanted to stick it to everybody. Damn, I want Cody, man. This is going to be an interesting podcast, I tell you. Uh, there <laughs> didn't we go. expect that one, did I you? did not, actually, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. No, that's cool. You want who? I, you mean, I get it. Rock Roman is like boom like you know box office i get it but um yeah so just for some reason if for some reason you've been living under a rock and you've not seen rumble or whatever obviously cody won the rumble it seemed very obvious it seemed very like yeah here we go finally a year later we're gonna see the rematch between roman and cody cody even pointed at roman which we've already spoke about uh he did and then, but then all of a sudden, SmackDown the week before, not last week, the week before now, um, Rock turns up. Nothing said, but it seems to be the like the crowd loved it. The crowd loved the fact that Rock was there, and I think that's more of an arena thing. But once you stop and go, hang on a minute, Cody's won the damn Rumble. Why? Why are we having this? What's going on? Like, and the internet for seven days straight, I believe. Uh, and he calls you Cody, then Tyler. Um, <laughs> we want Cody. Was oh, hey, trending. I'm, I'm the American nightmare. It's a fantasy. Yeah. There you go. You're the American nightmare. I'm the British nightmare. There we go. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That works. We're a tag team. There we My go. Goodness. The nightmares. <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, man, the, everybody kicking off um, the internet. We want Cody. The so pe- some people people want the Rock. Some people want Cody. This is like wrestling Marvel's version of like. Civil War type thing is going on with the wrestling fans. Oh, it is. It's absolutely amazing. And I tell you what, um, I mean, obviously, you. I mean, I don't know. Do you? Uh, obviously, it's obviously it's all happened now. We have kind of a, we don't really have a conclusion yet, but we seem to have a more. I say clear path. I don't even know if it's that clear. But what were your thoughts when Cody basically stepped aside to for Rock and Roman? What were your thoughts? And then how everything's panned out so far up until the press conference? Were you? We want Cody. Or you've already said Rock, obviously, but what were your thoughts when it initially happened? Uh, I actually want them both. I, I was kind of giving you a hard time, to be honest. Another twist. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but to be fair, I, I felt bad for Cody to be serious because he did win the Royal Rumble uh, men's matchup, and he he's worthy of this opportunity. So I think the Undertaker said it that his heart sank a little bit for Cody. I think that that's the sentiment for everybody. Uh, the reason why so many people on on Twitter and all the social media and big internet platforms were uh, up in arms over the Rock coming out because here we go, the the big star that just got named onto the uh, board for TKO. E- even though we loved him during the Attitude Era, it's Cody's moment. So I, I could see where everybody's coming at it. 
And there's also the argument Rock and Roman would be the dream matchup at WrestleMania. But I, I just felt uh, so sorry for Cody Rhodes. I, I truly did. But I must admit, seeing The Rock is always pretty cool. Because our yeah, fandom, yeah. our nostalgia, uh, I mean, is mad when you see the People's Champion, the great one, uh, make an appearance. And, uh, of course, he's going to get a huge reaction. Uh, Birmingham, where SmackDown was a couple weeks ago, I'm not sure they even realized The Rock was going to be coming out on SmackDown, but it, it set up uh, what we're going to be discussing later, Benny. And uh, it was uh, quite a moment, but I, I did feel bad for Cody. Yeah, I mean, anybody that's been watching it, I'm not saying we don't we didn't like The Rock or everything like that, but we've been watching this story unfold for the last year. And if we were like, we weren't even sure, because I think we were like, oh, maybe... I think I said possibly Cody or Gunther to win the Rumble because my logic was if you're not going to have Cody versus Roman at Mania this year, then Cody keep, you know, of course, in terms of the story, course, of course, Cody is going to pick Roman. Why wouldn't he pick Roman after what happened last year? So for him to win the Rumble, now whether that was an audible, whether Cody was meant to win it from the start, maybe CM Punk was, we have no idea, obviously. Uh, I think I get the general feeling that Cody was always set to win it. But obviously the injury with Punk, uh, if let's say Punk was meant to win the Rumble and they caught it there and then and say, well, Cody's going to have to win because Punk's injured and we don't know how bad it is. I, I actually got the sneaking suspicion that there may have been something wrong with CM Punk before the match in the Rumble and it may be it made it worse in the Rumble. Um, because could have been. The way they sort of tease Gunther, Seth, maybe, unless that was just a way of testing the waters to see this maybe down the line. Um, I'm not sure, but... My assumption is that Cody was meant to win the Rumble. So, I mean, like I've already said at the top of the show, he pointed at Roman. There was no ifs or buts. He, I'm coming for you, you know? So, and when, yeah, He wants travel chief. Absolutely. And again, the story, I feel, dictates that. I think he would want to get his redemption for not finishing the story at last year's WrestleMania. So it's fitting for him to point to Roman and say, hey, I'm, I'm choosing you, pal. You... You uh, were ruining my, my dream of being the, the champion. Yeah. Uh, we've still got unfinished business. Absolutely. So why not? There you go. You, you've nailed it there. Unfinished business. And that's, uh, you know, I can't, I, mean, I can't wait. I don't know whether it's going to be a triple threat now. I have no idea what's going to happen. but Possibly a tag team matchup, and we'll get into it. That, I that feel was like another the, scenario. If we're going to have a tag team matchup, I feel like, I mean, maybe you could do that night one of WrestleMania. If you want to keep it that long, maybe you could have Seth and Cody teaming up to go against Rock and Roman, and then the, the next night could be Cody versus Roman for the title, maybe. I don't know. And, and maybe. I mean, there, there's a, there's some different ways they could go about it. And you, you brought up a good point, Benny. Uh, the path may not be as clear as we think, even after the press conference. Oh, the press conference. Oh, my God, we've got to get into the press conference in a minute. But I, I, feel, I get the feeling that maybe we're going to see Rock, Roman, um, Cody, and Seth possibly at Elimination Chamber, and nothing's been announced yet. That would make sense to me. Um, but I, I tell you what, we've got to talk about the press conference. Let's just get straight into the main bit while we're doing oh, we it today. Do. Um, and again, you would have heard a lot of people talk about this, but this is just our take on it, obviously. Tyler's take and all that, and Benny's now, there, take. There you go. That, that was an old uh, show of mine, and now it's uh, went from Tyler's take to Tyler's takedowns. And it's go. thanks to In the Corner, because I may still do a, a solo pod here, you know, maybe in the future. Who knows? We we could surprise you uh, for in the corner. It's 
really where it started. So I have to credit Benny Mac in this show and SJP World Media sign for coming up with the idea. Yeah, because yeah. it used to be Tyler's take, and now I'm trying to take down people. That that doesn't sound good, <laughs> but it's wrestling. So. A double leg takedown. There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> so just looking at the graphic here, uh, 100 million social views in the first 12 hours of the press conference, or a WWE record in that. Um, over 4.7 million live viewers across all social platforms. Now, I watched it uh, on delay on uh, WWE Network because it still exists at the moment over here um, until the end of the year, I believe. Well, until January next year, I assume, until Raw goes onto Netflix and stuff. But um, this is what got me. Most viewed non-in-ring event live stream of all time. They made it feel big. I mean, it, it was Super Bowl weekend in North America and the world watches. There, there's a lot of football fans in the UK, Benny, and where you're at and are all across the globe. And it had a feel of a, a big fight. You could tell things were going to go down uh, between a lot of the participants and, and the way they built it. And they, the panel, CM Punk was terrific. Big E, it was so good to see him back. And even in this capacity and Pat McAfee brings energy and Michael Cole always sets the tone. So to me, like if you're watching UFC or, or a sporting event, it, it had more of the, the sports feel and it, it. To me, that captivated me already. And I think that's why you could see so many fans at least nearly pack out the arena that's across from the stadium in Las Vegas. And you're already there at one of the, the major entertainment cities in all the world not just the, the u.s but the world in las vegas so it, it had all the makings of, of being extravagant for wrestlemania it was very fitting it is very clever of wwe to do that during super bowl week into the weekend so it make the, the press is already there aren't they i've already said this i think on the show but it makes perfect oh, they sense are, yeah. but uh it's just a uh, it's absolutely, I don't know, I've, I've never witnessed a kickoff, a presentation like this with WWE. Now, I've watched them in the past. I watched the WrestleMania 19. Uh, they did like a like an hour sort of show, didn't they? And had people coming on, like Triple H was there, ta- you know, um, I think, uh, I want to say like maybe Hulk Hogan was on the show and Steve Austin was on the show. Back they the they would feature a lot, a lot of uh, big names. I mean, definitely headliners. But, so people would come and go, oh, yeah, wait yeah. a minute, Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold. I mean, it, it clicked. It's like, yeah, yeah. hey, we know these people. But it's a case of, I think, just um, normally it's more like, I, I don't know if fluff piece is the right way of saying it, but like it just felt like, oh, well, WWE just promoting their event, which they are. That makes sense. But this, like you said, Tyler, already, big fight type feel, especially when everything kicks off with The Rock. Um, and when Cody came out, uh, I never thought we would see Rock essentially turn heel at this press conference and, you know, taking offense to the fact that Cody brought up his grandfather. Now, Roman actually brought up Cody's father first. So, you know, he said, he uh, did. and then if you haven't seen it for some reason, ladies and gents, please just go and watch it. We'll, 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 we'll highlight it as best we can, but but the the stuff and it wasn't even just that on the stage. The stuff after Rock slapping Cody, which was like, oh my god! And then the, the comments I saw in some posts were like, uh, uh, Will Smith would have been proud of that slap and all this kind of stuff like that uh, going I saw on. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, do you know what the backstage stuff was? Yeah, Triple H talking to um, I've forgotten her name. Is it 
uh, Redmond, I think. Jackie Redmond. Jackie Redmond, thank you. Um, and then Rock and Roman walk past. It's almost like the Rock's joined the bloodline. I know he's in the bloodline, technically, because they're family, but he's not in the bloodline as we've seen it. But, yeah, that's confusing myself. But the fa- I'm assuming the arena didn't get the bleeped version like we did on the broadcast. But I'll slap his effing teeth down his throat into re- reference to Cody coming from The Rock. And The Rock has just turned heel, as far as I can tell, in that moment, in that press conference. And, and, like, and it sure appears so. Just absolutely... Now, whether this was the original plan, I have no idea. But if this was the original plan, WWE are absolute geniuses. And even if it wasn't their plan, they're still geniuses because they've come up with a good... Because you can't help but... Think and I did. I think it helps because CM Punk was on the panel. But you can't help but go back to 2013 when Punk was like at the time one of the longest reigning champions in the current sort of era. And then Rock came back, beat him for the title, and then had to go. Then Rock and went on to WrestleMania to face Cena for their second bout, but this time for the title. Um, and I love CM Punk's comment and the start of the show as well. The uh, you know where were you in 2013? <laughs> towards the crowd uh, exactly i mean a lot of nice callbacks to uh and you you said it benny where the rock would just come in and cm punk had all the success and momentum going uh his way and and lo and behold the great one makes uh his return and we get the, the cena rock rivalry which everybody enjoyed but imagine if punk versus cena if we could have got that uh during that time frame uh yeah, Punk was was so uh, fantastic. I, I mean, I would love to hear him on commentary more. Uh, to be honest, after this panel, nothing against the the teams we have for Raw and SmackDown, but CM Punk just can articulate. He's uh, he was incredible. I mean, to me, he he was one of the uh, the main driving forces for this this panel because he he mentioned if I was Cody. I would have uh, knocked the the rock's teeth down his mouth. I, I'm paraphrasing. I, I don't remember word for word, but it, it was it was classic punk where it was honest. It, it was, hey, you you could see if it was punk that he would do it. You know, he showing the difference between all the personas. I, I can't say enough good things to compliment punk's uh, performance on commentary. And the man's not even wrestling. He's taken advantage, and it's credit to WWE for positioning him to be in that role where he can still be beneficial uh, because he can still talk. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good way. I think it's already been referred to and some people online and maybe even actually on the, on the broadcast itself. I'm not, I can't remember, but when Austin got hurt back in the day, he actually became more popular, didn't he? You know, by just causing havoc. Now, Punk can't necessarily get in the ring and physically attack anybody, but he can definitely, he's, he's like you said, he's good on the mic. So whether he's on commentary, whether he just comes out and goes, if I were you, I would punch, you know, I, well, in that press conference after it finished. Correct. If I, if I was Cody, I'd, I'd have punched a rock in the mouth after he slapped me. And I love, I don't know whether this was done intentionally, but if you watch it back, when Punk says that at some point, Rock turns around and it's almost like he's looking at CM Punk from the stage. That's what I was thinking too. It's almost like the rock hurt him. So, it, I well, mean, yeah, it, it's, it's in the arena, isn't it? it so, that was good. Yeah, so the arena obviously had them, you, the people in the arena could hear the panel. It wasn't like, uh, you know, just them sort of stood there trying to listen in. They could actually hear the Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, uh, CM Punk, and uh, Big E as well, by the way. So great to see Big yeah, E. Um, I not, agree. So, it was just for a non wrestling event, as I've already said, the, the whole thing was good, but the Rock Roman stuff. 
but the crowd were very much booing the rock they were mixed they were yeah, it was it, mixed it, it, it was, a lot of cody we want cody chance and, and then you would hear some rockies but it would be a, a lot more distant the more he started talking which i thought was pretty remarkable no one hears the rock but it shows you the popularity and the fans desiring cody to finish his story knowing he won the rumble and and i think a lot of the the people understand as much as we appreciate the rock we're tired of these guys coming in trying to take the spots of these guys that are, that are the headline stars for today. And uh, it was evident, I think, by the crowd reaction. And it's been going on for a while, hasn't it? It's, we've had Goldberg come back. We've had Rock come back. Um, oh, it has. And, you know, and you know, we've had Steve Austin come back. But Steve Austin, even though he beat Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, which was amazing to see, and the fact the fans actually erupted on almost like erupted on the bow or had a big chew in the bow rang. Now it's officially Stone Cold is having a match. He didn't win a title. Yes, he won the match, but I feel like he elevated KO. And like obviously, I was worried about the Rock going on. And now Rock versus Roman. Maybe la- maybe last year this should have happened rather than at WrestleMania 40. Now. I don't know, man. There's so many thoughts going through my head there, right there's now. There's been an argument. I mean, yeah, it's it's valid what you're bringing up about maybe if they were going to do Rock versus Roman, it should have been last year in L.A., in Los Angeles. However, uh, we, we say that, and then you think back at the, to how great of a match Cody and Roman had. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You, you know, th- think about the, the ramifications for this year going into Philadelphia for WrestleMania uh, 2024, we, we might have not got the same kind of uh, suspend your disbelief moment at the press conference I mean, as, as we did. I mean, you, you, there's a lot of factors, so I'm with you. It's hard to say there's a clear and cut path all the time creatively because things, I'm sure, get changed due to reactions and and the way the, uh, the rivalries are, are brewing or even the culmination of a certain feud and, and the way the, the progression of the character's story is going uh, so there, there's a lot to uh, to digest there. It would, um, I think. It's, I think a triple threat would be really good because now, if they want Roman to beat Hogan's thing, I think it's around se- se- September, I believe, when he would beat Hogan's reign. I'm assuming, but don't quote me. Cause yeah, I- yeah, same here. Um, so let's. I mean, you could go. I mean, maybe maybe they don't want him. Maybe they want him to get close, and he doesn't be. I I have no idea. Um, but we've had some record breakers in like Gunther with the IC title, so maybe we will see it. Now, if you have the triple threat with Roman, Rock, and Cody, ultimately this will break down eventually, I believe. Between because Rock will try and get a pinfall at some point, and Roman will be like, "What the hell are you doing?" And then it obviously inevitably breaks down. That helps the Rock they- as well. Sorry, yeah, on. they won't be getting along either. It, it, to, like you were saying, it, it'll probably be justification for the two actually feuding. Yeah. Um, you could have Roman come out of that winning and retaining the you know the undisputed title and maybe have Roman pin Rock. So Cody's not even in the pin for. And then, you know, obviously we're going to have people like interfering, I would assume, Sokoa, etc. Um so I'm just assuming on based on if they want to beat Hogan's run, okay? So we could have Roman beat Rock. That elevates Roman even more and even more of an unstoppable force to a degree. And then we could still have Cody come back round around SummerSlam or around whenever it falls for SummerSlam in September and the whole Hogan's reign thing, you know? 
so we could still have that or do they Tyler do they pull the trigger and Cody becomes champion at WrestleMania I'm thinking it, it may be time to to make Cody the champion I, I mean there's there's always SummerSlam but no offense to SummerSlam WrestleMania is your your Super Bowl for for sports entertainment for pro wrestling especially this era there's not any competition yeah, let's yeah. be honest and it's WrestleMania 40 uh, as well so yeah yeah it feels like I mean, it's going to end at WrestleMania. That's all I was going to say. Is, yeah. uh, I think if you're going to pull the trigger on Cody becoming the champion and dethroning this uh, just record-breaking, impressive title run that Roman has had, uh, what better way to do it than now? I mean, it, well, at least when WrestleMania is here in April, I should say. Yeah, so obviously uh, WrestleMania is on Saturday, April 6th, on Sunday, April 7th. But before that, we've got uh, Elimination Chamber um, coming up, uh, which is, I believe, the 24th of February, I believe. Um, I, I think so. you are correct, and i, I got to tell you, I'll be watching that later. I, I'm, I'm spoiled over here in the States. I, I don't know if I'm going to brave it and get up at three yeah. whatever time it is. I mean, I can, I can make some coffee and then try it. I think it's, it's not that a... it's not going to be great and worth my time and entertaining, but even I've got my limits. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's for the UK. It's actually not too bad. I think I believe it's on about nine thirty AM for us. Uh, now, more and than you know what? You all deserve it because most of the time we're we're so, that's what I mean. We're spoiled over here with all these t- time yeah, differences, yeah. and we're like and you guys <laughs> deserve it. So Benny can laugh at me and go, "Hey, I, it's only nine something here. You don't want to wake up uh, at <laughs> wake three up, or four or five. I, I can't even get the times correct. I'll have to look back now. Uh, yeah." I mean, and, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be working that day anyway, so I'll probably, like yourself, end up having to watch it on delay anyway. But uh, correct, e- either this, way, this kind of wait. I, I can't wait to be honest. I'm, I'm. We got Rhea Ripley's meant to be defending the uh, uh, women's world championship. Um, it seems like also at the press conference. Let's talk about that quickly. Um, yeah, let's do it. It seems like Rhea Ripley and Becky might be the WrestleMania. Becky's the only one who had qualified at the time. For the women's it, it elimination chamber, it was teased chamber. a bit there. It, yeah, and they've been teasing it a little bit here and there, haven't they? So um, they have, and and I like Becky's uh, remark. It, it's not often you see Rhea uh, kind of uh, brought down a little bit in a promo. Uh, they they definitely gave Becky the uh, the go home of the promo to say, hey, you're you're going to be at the bottom because remember, mommy's always on top. But to <laughs> Becky, she was trying to uh, educate uh, Rhea Ripley about the fact. Yeah, I mean, I don't, but I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, You've got elimination chamber coming up. Uh, we've had the uh, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton qualify for the elimination chamber. Um, we've still got people to actually um, Logan Paul, I believe, is still available. Uh, yeah, Kev, he's still I, I think in it. Kevin Owens, um, uh, Bronson Reed, uh, I think it was Ivar as well. So Sami Zayn's out. And and uh, Styles is out. And Styles is out. So we have a few more. That started on SmackDown. That's going to continue on Raw, I believe. Uh, which, if you're listening to this podcast today, is literally tonight. So hence, we'll be talking more on Thursday, hopefully, about some stuff. But yeah, just I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to bring up, Tyler. To be honest, it's a very short and sweet episode, really. But the, no, it is. The, the only thing I was going to bring up is. Uh, and I know it has nothing to do with the press conference or or yeah, Smack. No well, it does have something to do with SmackDown and Raw. Is <laughs> Bailey and the Damage Control saga? Uh, it was very fascinating to me 
where Dakota Kai's allegiance was going to be or go. And yeah. uh, for at least for now, she's sided with Bailey. Uh, but I'm not so sure she doesn't betray her. But I, I do like them as a team. To me, you got to give Bailey somebody, though. I'm, I'm contradicting my, my own opinion here because the Kabuki Warriors with the Oskai, one of the women's champions, they have a numbers game. So you would envision Dakota Kai or somebody helping out Bailey. Uh, well, it'd be, but uh, I, I like how how the twist came. Though, did you notice though Dakota Kai w- with a silk chair coming into the ring, and, and she teased that she was going to betray Bailey, and then I like how she turned it around and, and was going after the, uh, the the rest of the former members, or maybe it's a new damage control. I, I guess. It yeah. Is. Well, so I suppose because I I did say this on the podcast a few weeks ago that it's it's interesting that the Kabuki Warriors are called the Kabuki Warriors. Obviously, that's a uh, bringing them back, obviously, but they were technically meant to be all damage control. That was meant to be the stable name. So right. you know, I, I felt like that was a little tease of, you know, we we saw it coming for weeks that there were conversations behind Bailey's back. I wondered how they were going to progress this and they, they went straight for it. And I love the fact that Bailey talked Japanese back to them and they were all, and the crowd reacted. They oh, were like, it, it was tremendous. It was amazing. Um, you know, I I pick that up because you always talk about me. Why? What happened? And then all of a sudden, and, and I love Bailey was ready for it. Had this. It's almost like the. Um, I think Triple H did it with somebody at one point, and uh, had stapled, uh, stapled. He wouldn't have bloody stapled it. He had taped a sledgehammer under the table, um, and so she pulled out a pipe by the steps and managed to fight him off. This leads, hopefully, to make this leads into my Sasha Banks hopefully returning at WrestleMania theory that I had. About a month ago. I, I like your theory. I, I complimented you. I think I was able to join you uh, after you had uh, recorded your uh, recent episode. I, I believe it was discussing uh, how you would book uh, Banks with uh, Bailey helping her out. So, hey, we, we could see it. I mean, uh, I think she's not with New Japan, or if she is, she's finishing up. Now, I know a lot of people are pointing to AEW, but I, I'm not I'm not so sure all the time. It, it's easy to to make the uh, the assumption, but hey, you never say never in the wrestling business. Absolutely, I just, I just, it would be so. I've already laid it out before, but I'll lay it out again quickly before we finish. It just like have Bailey, you know, maybe Bailey wins the title mania, maybe she doesn't. I think she should. She deserves it. But the the beatdown, maybe the turn from Dakota Kai, or maybe even Dakota Kai it, at this point, because the way they've teased it, we've not really had a definitive answer. So maybe it's tease, tease, tease. We get to Mania. Maybe Bailey does win the title. Dakota Kai hasn't still really given an allegiance, but then does join Bailey. But then they're outnumbered by EO, Kabuki Warriors, and then we have the famous Sasha Banks music. Now, assuming she comes back as Sasha Banks, I have no idea. But uh, hopefully there'll be similar music so fans can be like, oh my God, you know. Monet's I, I would hope or, so you know, too. So. I mean, if nothing else, her music. But I would think if she's coming back to WWE, hopefully it'll be under the name she was using. Uh, what Sasha Banks or Monet? Ah, uh, Sasha. Sasha. Okay. I just say what a what a massive return that would be at WrestleMania as well. Because I'm, I'm not taking anything away from the Mercedes. Maybe it would be kind of neat. I, I'm just thinking if she's, you know, a lot of fans have associated her with uh, being, you know, Sasha Banks for so long, especially there. Maybe maybe instead of the boss, maybe it can be money Sasha Banks or something to sort of play on words in some sort of fashion, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Hey, you never know. I mean, and that's got a nice ring to it. The only other thing, and I know we want to keep it short and sweet on this episode, Benny, and I, I respect that. Going back to the, just real quickly, the 
the Triple H Rock interaction that you were mentioning with Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman walking backstage. I love how they shot it, by the way. The, the production has, has been great. I, I like these new angles we're getting. Can't say enough positive things about WWE's production. Uh, and Triple H, going by what he was saying on SmackDown, know your role, you know, throwing a lot of the, the Rockisms, so to speak, toward the Rock, uh, yeah. that he's the authority. Hey, nice uh, callback to when... He and Stephanie were representing the authority back in, I think, 2014 or 15, it was. But but I like how Triple H, we're going to get this rivalry between the not only the general managers, but the executives. And, it, and they're renewing a rivalry of sorts, even though it's a shame Triple H and The Rock can't have one last match due to Triple H's health issues. But at least in some ways, they can't. Creatively, so I, you know, due to Paul Heyman coming in there, interrupting Brian Breaker in the backstage segment, I, I just love how this is re-energizing the Bloodline story because I, I, I was afraid it, it had kind of gone stagnant. It's needed for it, a hasn't little it? bit. It's definitely yeah, needed it. It, it yeah. really has. No, good, exactly. It has needed uh, some different wrinkles, and this is more than just a wrinkle. It, it's, a, it's a whole nother step and ball game. Uh, and Triple H saying, oh, oh, we'll see about that. And he's even saying some things. So it, it's, uh, I think it's got everybody so intrigued and I'm all for it. You said, take, take my money. Somebody take my money with where this is going. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up actually, because that backstage bit now, my other half doesn't, she watches it with me. She's not really a wrestling fan necessarily. She doesn't hate it, but she's not really a fan, but she'll watch oh, it understand. occasionally. Um, and she was like, that was like, the presentation was so much better. Like the whole it felt real. And I don't know whether this is genuine. She Even she was like, it's blurred the lines a bit, which is really good. But she was like, it, it didn't feel cheesy. It didn't feel over the top. It felt real. And you think, oh my God, these guys actually want to punch the crap out of each other. And even she was drawn into it a little bit. So, you know, she knows who The Rock is, obviously. She watched a little bit of wrestling when she was younger. But, you know, she again, she knows who certain people are, like Cena and Rock and stuff like that but yeah because they're doing movies and let, let's be fair to all the big wrestling stars i mean they're box office names too so even people that don't watch wrestling are going to know at least their names or who they are and uh yeah i don't know, know I, I think too it suspends our disbelief and, and wrestling's been built on it i, I think another podcast that they brought this up and, and it was a, a fantastic point and it's true i mean if it's not making us believe in in what you're doing then you're missing the point. And WWE is getting back to a formula that I think for any wrestling company is successful. When you can make me uh, say, hey, listen, Seth Rollins looks, he, he looks uh, very angry toward The Rock and Roman Reigns and Cody after the slap. And it's natural re reactions that you would hope that uh, other wrestlers would have. I mean, it's per it's built on personal issues, and, and they deliver. I mean, I can't say enough good things about that press conference. I was a little skeptical about how it would go, but then after seeing the the fallout and, and the way they presented it, I'm like, great job. Yeah. I mean, this 100%. was unbelievable. I've never been so, like, taken in, especially when the Rock Roman stuff started happening, and then Cody come out. I've never been so, like into it you know so it was really good and i think uh, me me as well i mean they they've got me hooked and and that's a good thing absolutely i think yeah. any fan wants to be intrigued it's like any other tv show like you're you and si review some tv shows 
I mean, I, I'm sure there are certain episodes that are going to lack, but it, it's part of episonic TV. But you still want the story to be so good that even if it hits and misses, maybe it's good because that, it's that one moment like that press conference. And we'll get them on Raw and SmackDown because we, we think that was cool. Well, Rock and Roman's coming back Next, uh, this, yeah, this upcoming this week. Yeah, so yeah. it makes me want to watch SmackDown more. And the fact that Triple H opened it, we've got all the damage control stuff happening. I'm actually excited for Nia Jax and Rhea because, hey, I think we've both been complimentary of Nia. And I, I think that they want to make Nia look strong. So when Rhea is able to beat her in Australia, it's not going to hurt Nia, but it only makes Rhea look even more stronger headed into WrestleMania. And I think that's a great way to do it. Absolutely. And if they can do it in a way that builds Nia up ready for maybe later in the year, you know, it's better for you got somebody to, you know, more matches to be had and stuff. And one thing I wanted to uh, bring, up, uh, bring up quickly, sorry. No, you're we, fine. We, we, hey, listen, we, uh, it's, it's your show, and I, I'm here for it, man. When uh, I'm when, Let's when, uh, when Rock and Roman, as you were bringing up, when Rock and Roman walked back, Roman said something to Triple H, and I couldn't quite distinguish what he said at first. We had to rewind it a couple of times. But ultimately, what Roman said, we can only just about hear it, is he said... He says to Triple H, you're lucky we're here. And Triple H's response is, you are too. So it, so Roman's trying to write the big I am. You're lucky we're here in WWE. Mm. And Triple H's like, well, you're lucky you are here. So it was really good. Then the rockism, <laughs> then the rockisms, as you called it, on SmackDown were brilliant. Some people need to know their role. Um, it was just, it was just, yeah, oh my I mean, God, I, it was brilliant. It was great. It but again, was, it, do you know it what? It was like the, the Triple H rock promos back in the Attitude Era. Here we yeah. go. Is that they're executives now? You you could play it into the storylines now. It's brilliant. Like like you were saying, I, I love the word brilliant. Yeah, it, and just it was. I can't wait for Raw. I can't wait for SmackDown. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And also the just the I don't know. I'm just, I can't wait for it now. And I tell you, I'm not that I wasn't excited for WrestleMania, but just see where this goes. And also, once again, it proves we all need to have a bit more patience when it comes to these things happening because everybody kicking off about Cody. Now, oh, we do. was it because the hashtags we want Cody caused this? I have no idea because the way it happened on SmackDown when Cody left and left Rock and Roman in the ring, it seemed like, because Cody even said, I am going to take the title. I am going to take everything from you, but not a WrestleMania. So was that the original plan? And I have the fans a bit like Daniel Bryan back in the day, or at least the way it felt. Not a yes movement, but a we want Cody movement this time. Yeah, so. just a we want Cody. And I, I think due to the Pat Mac, uh, McAfee part of me interview that The Rock did, I mean, he was kind of already showing a little bit of a uh, a condescending side because the Cody crybabies actually started before the press conference. So I, I like that he brought it up. It only made the fans want to turn against him, even though secretly they still love the guy. But Due to the story with Cody, it, it just, uh, you even heard Rocky Sucks chance on Monday Night Raw. That's a callback. I mean, that's when he first started. Uh, they were kind of forcing the Rock, kind of similar to what they were doing with Roman. It, it's fascinating to uh, to go back in time, but Roman was forced down everybody's throats. Now he's popular. So we're getting the mixed reactions again. It, it's a bloodline thing. And, and I like how they showed the family tree. It, it was very indicative of why it's so important to to get into the facts, the details of why this is such an important lineage. The Roxanne, they're the royal family, was was good because Cody's theme song even says there's, you know, 
a royal family. But I think to uh, Cody's theme song says maybe there's more than one royal family. You can help me out. I, I'm not sure if I got the lyrics correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's more than one uh, royal family, basically. So, yeah, because um, obviously, you know, you've got the the Rocks family and well, everything, you know, so Flair and all yeah. that stuff. So, yeah, you know, there's so many more that I'm not even mentioning, but yeah. But I, I like the little nuances. I, and I, you hear us talk about it so much on, on your program, Benny, uh, with the way they, they stick it to each other. It's uh, so Roman wanted to disrespect Dusty. So Cody turned around and say, how would your grandfathers feel uh, as he addressed Roman and, and Rock? And and that's what set up the Rock stepping in and saying, I'm not going to stand for your disrespect either, and slaps him. And then the, catching Seth saying, well, you think just because you're on the board now, you get to come in and do whatever you want. I'm paraphrasing. Of course, they were letting words fly and everything. But it, it felt real. That I mean, that I can't get over how much more, I, like you, that, I'm even more ecstatic about watching WrestleMania. That sold me. If nothing else, it sold me that yeah. segment. And if, yeah, and the fact that it's had so many people um, watch it, and it's, yeah, it was really good and for a press conference as well. I don't think we've ever talked about a press conference and anything we've no. ever, you know, in, 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 you know, all the podcasts you've done, all the podcasts I've done, just talking to friends when their friends are wrestling. I don't think we've ever talked about a, a kickoff press conference like this ever. It was really good. Now, again, was it already in the work? Was this was this plan all along? Maybe not. But however they came up with it, whether it was on the fly, whatever, it it landed, and it's. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, I'm I'm with you. Uh, whether it was planned or not, or they they had an idea at least. Uh, it's a it's a good way to to make Cody uh, be even more sympathetic to the audience too, and I, I think that was kind of their their point. Uh, because I, I get it, everybody wanted Cody. I, I saw your tweet, and and hey, listen, I'm all for Cody. I, I wanted to kind of be, you know, like Hill Rock and say Rock. I mean, of course, <laughs> a lot of us want to see the Rock versus Roman, but that was another little twist since we were getting into the press conference and maybe talking a little bit about SmackDown or Raw. Uh, I, I'm just so interested now. I mean, I think it, you know, interested is kind of a understatement. I, I'm just, uh, I think, excitement uh, comes to mind with uh, what we're going to be able to see. And it, it makes me want to watch Raw and SmackDown live now. Used to, I would go, okay, I want to just watch it on DVR. Well, heck, I, I may try to watch it live tonight. I mean, just to see what, even Monday Night Raw with Becky Lynch and Rhea, yeah. Judgment Day, R-Truth, and Gunther. I can't say enough just complimentary things about the Intercontinental Champion, him and Jey Uso. I mean, there there's so much, too, that, that'll lead us to WrestleMania outside of just Cody and, and Rock and Roman and, and Seth Rollins. Uh, they, yeah, there's so, I mean, they've got two nights to fill, haven't they, now? It's not a one-night thing anymore. It's a two-day... I mean, so why not spread it out? I mean, exactly, have yeah. time exactly, to have man. matches. I, I used to uh, not understand the two-night process uh, going in, but I, I don't mind it now because we've had a few years to get used to it because the only thing about having it all in one night, it would be a. You talk about a marathon, it would be even more. I mean, because they, they'd have to fit so much into a. Yeah, definitely. One plus, night. plus they do like an hour of a press, like uh, like a kickoff show as well. Then WrestleMania itself was probably four and a half hours long, if oh, not it had five. To be. Uh, yeah. you know, and then you have the, uh, it was a long day. Um, but yeah, so it, I, it was, I mean, you talk about being dedicated, <laughs> you had to be with some of these programs. Cause it was like, you might as well cancel plans going outside. If you're going to watch WrestleMania or some show, you might as well be locked in and ready to uh, be there for the long haul. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, uh, 
Tyler, thank once again. Hopefully, we can get you on Thursday when we've watched some Raw well, and stuff I, like that. I think we should be able to work it out. Uh, hopefully, but it, hey, if not, uh, you you do a great job anyway. So whether you're on by yourself or I'm with you or whoever else, uh, man, it's it's always a great lesson. And let me tell you, folks, something. I'm not going to tell you to go fickle yourselves because I love you. I, seriously, I want you to listen to Benny Mac's great show in the corner of WWE. He's brilliant. He's already said it. Uh, he needs to, to do a Nick Aldis impersonation because I, I can't say enough good things about Nick <laughs> Aldis as the SmackDown GM. Benny, it, it's just always a blast, man. And we tried to keep it short, but I, I, we couldn't help ourselves. Then we start thinking about other storylines, and it, it's bound yeah. to happen, so forgive me. No, no, man. I just wanted to get a podcast out there because I missed out on last Thursday, so and I could not not uh, talk about it. No, but. I, I I'm glad you are. I mean, and we all need a break sometimes. We we got to recharge the batteries, as, as you're saying and, and conveying. Uh, but I'm glad you got this other episode out, and and hopefully, hey, maybe if you you, you need a tag team partner and just need to make the tag, and I'll take <laughs> the punishment. I'll, I'll I'll be happy to jump on. So. Uh, cheers, man. Uh, well, let us know where we can find your good self, what else you're doing at the moment. Uh, I did see you make a guest appearance on another podcast, so let us know uh, what yeah, that was. Yeah, thank you, and I need to shout those guys out. They're, they're also very knowledgeable, like yourself, and, and it's a, a good time. Square Circle Radio, uh, they've got their regular program, as you I got to be a guest on just this past weekend. And just like how we're doing, the, the press conference had to uh, discuss it, and they did a special bonus episode as well. So go support them. They, they're doing a fantasy booking show, which is very good. I'm impressed with some of their ideas and they call it the music city wrestling federation, which is appropriate because we're, we're close to Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, very nice. Also WrestleManiacs. I got a shout out to, to my good friend, Waylon Myers, who, who does a, a great job and I, you know, has asked me to be a part of that. And it's, you can listen to it on SJP world media. Uh, of course, in the corner with Benny Mac, WWE, whether I'm on or not, and this guy's a machine. He's great. I acknowledge him if you want to know the truth. Uh, I mean, it's just good stuff. And, and you know, they've got such a variety of shows that, Benny, you can tell people Tyler's takedowns before I forget. Uh, there'll be new episodes out. So, but tell us some of the other shows that you're doing and stuff. I, I've, I feel bad. I'm just rambling here. <laughs> uh, yeah, to be honest, mate, at the moment it's in the corner. Actually, uh, as you've already said, follow us on X at in the corner WWE um, on SJP World Media, SJP World Media on X as well. Currently, I think it is out as I sit here right now. It's Monday right now. Uh, waiting room the quantum leap podcast is back we've done a couple of episodes got them in the bank we're enjoying it we're getting back on it um and we're, we're on season three at the moment of that so yeah um but yeah it's all about the wrestling on this show uh tyler thank you very much my friend we're gonna oh you're, you're so welcome benny anything i can do to to make people mad or, or just have fun that's why i had to say the rock because, <laughs> absolutely hey i was like hey let, let's uh let's come at it with a little twist at the beginning <laughs> you, you had me fooled almost anyway uh we should be or i will be back minimum uh hopefully tyler will be free uh but we should be back on sgp world media on thursday talking raw what's going to happen on smackdown what we think is going to happen on limited chamber and all the other stuff that goes on in wwe uh so thank you very much for listening listening that subscribe button following sgp world media following tyler following myself and we'll see you all again on thursday hopefully see you soon Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spread
spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.